Hey, it's Tommy G. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tommy G Talks. So this was filmed and recorded on April the 14th, and it's the audio taken from a 40-minute Facebook Live that I did that I actually called Bunker Talk. And Bunker Talk is something that I've come up with uh, right in the middle of this whole COVID-19 situation. And if you're listening to this and it's still going on, then this will help because it's a chance for you to hear what other people have been doing and how they've been finding it. This isn't about me. This is about you guys. This is about how and what you've been doing uh, to cope with the situation. That's what Bunker Talk is all about. And the reason it's called Bunker Talk is because I'm recording this in my makeshift office, which is in my garage, and it looks a little bit like one of them bunkers, you know, when you've got to go and uh, sort out the emergency plan of action. That's what it feels like and looks like right now. So a little bit of fun. Let's spread some positivity in these times. Thanks for listening. And if you are listening to this and things are still going on, then I would love to know where you're at and what you're doing to cope. You can mention me on Instagram or Twitter. You can hit me there at Tommy Gentleman on either of those social media platforms. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you soon. This one's going to be very helpful for you if we're in this situation, but also if we've come through the other side. And by the way, what does the world look like right now? So here's a little bit of positive perspective, some inspiration, and the chance to hear and connect with some other people to lift your spirits. Let's go. Welcome to Tommy G Talks. All right. Hello, everybody. It is time for Bunker Talk, which is, I think, a suitable name for what we're doing here. Um, You're essentially joining me right now live in my bunker, which is the place where I'm now working when I get the chance to work. Having two little ones uh, does have its restrictions on time in terms of work time. Um, But this is just one example of the way that we adapt in these times, isn't it? You know, I now work half seven until midnight, pretty much um, every night. That's the only time I can really concentrate on work with the little ones around. So Bunker Talk is now an official thing after last night's um, premiere. It's a network debut on Facebook. And so we're here on Facebook again. Um, and we're also on Instagram Live at the same time. Facebook up here, Instagram Live, just down there. So first and foremost, if you're watching and you're tuning into Bunker Talk, then that means that you need to let me know that you're here. So it means commenting um, and it means giving me a little wave, those of you that are using the wave feature on Instagram, or you can use an emoji. So these conversations, these discussions, are uh, they're all about you really they're they're not about listening to what I have to say uh, to help although I will drop as much positive um, wisdom and coaching as I can Uh, it it really isn't about me it's about you and uh, after yesterday I was pleasantly surprised actually Um, you know I mentioned on on yesterday's um, live that I was quite apprehensive and nervous about doing it But I'm glad that I did because I received a few messages afterwards of people saying that it was it was positive. You know, it was enjoyable. It was reassuring and it was a good use of their time. Um, So I want to be able to replicate that. This is about you and it's about 
connecting with other people who are here on the live. So the first way that we're going to do that together tonight is by acknowledging one thing that we can all agree on. And that is that all of the people who are working right now throughout this, this is our, our force of key workers uh, on the you know, front line of solving this problem and helping us to cope with the pain and the, the unfortunate circumstances that we find ourselves in. Um, and that you know we hear about and we watch on the news and it's just to sort of spend a little bit of time here just to appreciate all of those people and if you are one of those people that are watching this and you are working right now then please do a allow us to give you that recognition that you thoroughly deserve but also let us know what you do so if you're watching this and you are working right now you're a key worker or someone who is still going to work, then do let me know and everyone else watching what it is that you do by typing that in the comments. Um, so yeah, let's show our appreciation. If you're not one of those people, then just show your appreciation now with an emoji, like a clap or, or, a, or a cheer or like a party emoji. Let's get that going because I'm deadly serious. This really, really hit me hard yesterday after the first episode of this because I had messages from people who were uh, well, one guy that was um, uh, working as a hotel manager for example and it just it just really blew me away that I hadn't even thought about and, and it's and it's because I guess I've just been living in in the bubble here but um, there are so many people that are going to work and that are still having to live this almost completely different reality to people like me who are just sort of sitting here looking after my kids all day. Um, so I think, you know, I'm seeing the comments coming through here on, on Instagram. Facebook's a bit more quiet. Um, Amy, thanks for being here. My husband uh, in, in the military still working, absolutely. The military, obviously the NHS, obviously people who are working in... Um, the emergency services. Then we've got others that are doing like transport, delivery. You know, we're all here, stuck inside, looking after our kids and ordering things off Amazon. They've still not. They've still got to come and arrive at our door somehow. You know, we're not in the position yet where we've got drones just dropping these things off. They have to be delivered by a human being. So those guys and girls that are doing that. So if you are doing, and, and by the way, Instagram, thank you. The the uh, the claps and the comments are coming through really strong here. I think it's if I was working at the moment as a you know key worker, I would really take that on as support and strength, and that would help me. So I do really sincerely hope that if you are a key worker, um, that you can acknowledge that and that you can just like take it on and rest assured that every single one of us, a should already be doing everything that we can to help the solution and not be part of the problem. Hey, Kel. Kelly's just come in from doing her workout. Um, but rest assured, everybody will have their role to play in this. So, yeah, we're sat here and we're chilling out with the kids and, you know, we're, we're ordering thing off, things off Amazon and, you know, we're thinking, oh, how can we keep busy in our day when everyone that is going to work is just up against it big time? But rest assured, when it all comes back around, we will be called forwards to do our bit. And whether that's helping the economy to repair itself, 
by doing our business and having customers and staff and holding that responsible position in the economy or whether it's going back into the job that you do under the guidance of someone who's a business owner perhaps like myself and able to be part of that equation everybody will have to play their their part so um this is about you it's not about me i want to know what you're up to simon on facebook how are you simon it's great to have you here my wife is an NHS worker, so I have both worlds. Now, I know what you do, Simon, so I assume that a lot of the work that you're doing, uh, pretty much all of it, I suppose, is done at home because it, it can be and it has to be, and that it's digital and that there is a bit of innovation going through you at the moment. And then, of course, the opposite, which is just NHS, get on there, frontline, doing all of that amazing work to help support lives at the end of the day. That's what it's about here at the moment. So... It must be very interesting. Tell us what it's like. I'll give you a few seconds here. Um, tell us, in your words, you know, what's it like living in the house at the moment in that situation? Instagram, I've just seen that there are a bunch of comments. Thank you, by the way, for all your claps. Look at that. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi, hi. Um, uh, what's my favorite book? Do you know what? It's not about me right now. I will answer that question later if we have time. But thank you so much for the question. Let me know where you're at in the world and how it is for you right now. I want to know that. My father is working in the electrical department without leave, uh, day and night shifts, and I'm proud of him and everyone who's working. I mean, what a great example because working in an electrical department, that's not something that I would necessarily associate as what I would think about when I think about a key worker, for example, and anyone who is working is classed as a key worker because they have to work to maintain a level of uh, of, of social um, standard and security and expectation and making sure that we don't slip into further chaos. And it would be pretty bad if we had no electrical support, wouldn't it? That would be terrible, in fact. It would be very scary, too. Um, let's have a look at what else we got here. Hi, Fiona. Hi, Antoinette. Hi, Rich. Second time, but on a different account, my man. How are you? Fiona in Dublin. Thank you, as always, for being here on Instagram. Simon's replied, everyone, uh, on Facebook. Let's have a look. I'll tell you what, let's pop him on the screen. That's why we're doing it like this. We're doing it like this for a reason. There he is on Facebook now. We can actually see his comment. Well, we're in a flat. She's exhausted. Max, my 17-month-year-old, is exhausting me. But to keep the business going, I'm working at night once she's home. Uh, we're a bit like passing ships in the night, and I'm burning the candle at both ends. But it will come to an end. It's not a long time in the grand scheme of things, yeah. I think that is a prime example of the attitude that we can adopt when we're up against it, is that we can base our thoughts on the hope of what life is going to feel like when this is done and when we come out the other side and you know um, part of the reason why I was sort of um, holding back on starting this kind of chat uh, just hide your message buddy is because there are people who are going to be very um, directly affected by this and all that we can hope for and all that we can pray for is that that is uh, a minimum for us all. Um, aside from losing someone, aside from somebody passing away who you care about dearly, um, aside from that, which is, of course, the ultimate down 
level part to all of this take away the isolation take away the not seeing people take away the you know things that we like to do and all the outside world stuff and even the business elements nothing is worse than that let's just get that clear um however we have to lean towards being part of the solution and so that means if there's stuff that we can do to help people see some of the opportunities that are out there at the moment in order to not just survive but make a light of how life feels at the moment and to try and latch on to some of the things that we're grateful for and to use this as a time to grow physically, mentally and emotionally, then, you know, that is absolutely what I would, uh, uh, you know, encourage and invite you all to do. As as I said, the, the reality is that a lot of people are going to be directly affected by this. Now, I will just share something with you. I was with a client, well, I wasn't with a client, that would be bad. Um, I was on a Zoom call with a client literally just before this uh, this started. And she's actually had COVID-19. And that's the first time I've actually mentioned it, by the way. I'm just making sure we're still live. I didn't want the whole thing to blow up because I mentioned the C word. I think we're good. You never know who's listening. Um, she's actually had it and she's come through. And uh, I think she's the only person that I've, that I've certainly spoken to that has had the thing and was able to talk about like what it's like and you know it's just I feel like it's just getting closer isn't it every day and I really hope that if you have been affected by it whether it's you or your direct family or someone you know in your community then um, that you are able to 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 be able to pull through together just going to catch up on a couple of the old comments here Um, Amy in Lincolnshire, let's pop this on the screen. Hi, everyone, join in on Instagram. It's great that you're here. This is called Bunker Talk, live on Facebook and Instagram at the same time. How's it going? How's your day been? How are you coping? That's what I want to know. That's what the conversation's about. Where are we? Amy. In Lincolnshire, luckily a small village in the middle of nowhere, appreciating my garden for the mental health, but also my three-year-old can burn off her energy daily. Yes, now our children were born extremely close together, weren't they? And um, having a, a three-year-old is is great fun. It's also quite testing at times. So when they can burn off their energy, that's always a good thing. Um, Simon's now getting a conversation going with Amy, which is great because that's what we want. We want connection. Uh, Dan, I'm coming back to you on uh, Instagram. Hi, thanks for being here. Excuse the wall, but it's all part of the feel, isn't it? It's the bunker at the end of the day. This is where... It all happens these days. The office was beautiful and spacious, but now it's closed. So I'm here working at night. Um, Dan, go for a long walk, do some fitness. I live on my own, so I need to keep my mind strong, uh, keeping my mind positive. We, uh, we talked about this um, yesterday, actually, in one of the uh, points that were raised. If you are living on your own right now, it's a fantastic opportunity to level up your um, knowledge, your health, your fitness, your understanding of who you are as a person. You know that we actually learn a lot about ourselves under pressure. Um, it doesn't mean that it's going to be a, a really fun and exciting learning process. Jeez, like some of the times when when I've been under pressure, I've learned a shitload about myself, but it's not been fun. Um, so if that's the case, we can still embrace that journey at least to know that we're going to come out of this 
in the three areas that I mentioned, physically, mentally, and emotionally, slightly better off than where we were before. Now, that's a fantastic result, in my opinion. And if you do live on your own, then it means that you don't have to necessarily uh, look after others or put your focus and energy elsewhere. You can be a little bit kind of selfish with that energy and with that time. And you can put that into your own uh, development so that you can increase the level of life when you come out the other side of this. So um, keep it up, mate. It's really important that you, you keep doing the best you can, all of us. That's that's all we can do. Just checking in on the comments on Instagram. How do you manage anxiety? I mean, uh, thank you for your comment. Anxiety in this particular situation, it's funny because yesterday, and I keep banging on about yesterday, sound like a broken record, but I did read something from uh, my book, Back Yourself. Now, the reason that I did that, by the way, and just to be clear on this one, on this video, is not to kind of be that guy that's like, hey, buy my book, because I really think this book finds its way into people's hands when it's supposed to. And personally, I don't think it's a great book. I think it's a good book, and I think it really will help a lot of people, and it has. But like, you know, I'm quite humble about this thing. Um, but I wanted to read a part of it, because I actually went to it myself to find a weird paradigm happening of me giving myself advice by reading it, because I'd kind of forgotten a lot of the stuff in terms of what I'd actually put in here. And weirdly, I've got something that I want to bring to your attention today, again, from here, which I think is an extremely weird coincidence, but also perhaps why this is the right thing to be doing to help you guys at this time. I'll get to that in a sec. And it will help with managing anxiety in this situation. Hello from Brazil. Uh, Facebook, if you've got an update, I've just seen yours, Jude, I'm going to read that in a minute, and Andrew, I'm going to read that in a sec, um, just checking in on these ones here, uh, how are you, your lovely family, we are really good, thank you, um, thanks a ton for taking up this topic, always glad to hear you talk, now, like, that's really, really nice, thank you so much for that, I really appreciate it, Darren, I'm just going to hide your comment, mate, it's been on the screen for ages, and, you know, it, it is one of those ones where, um, We've just got to do our best. And, you know, I said to Kelly, my wife, the other day, I was like, I feel like I need to do a bit more here. Um, it's my job. It's what I do. And I feel like I'm not doing as much to um, help to sort of radiate as much useful, positive energy as I can. And I said to you that this thing I was holding back on was because I don't want this to seem like it's a, a thing that I'm doing because I'm like, yeah, let's go look at what I can do. It's not about that at all. It's about me sitting on uh, a bed of knowledge that I have through the almost 10 years now of learning how to understand the mind, learning how to understand the body, and then also this deep pull to want to help others. And I can't not do something. So this is what Bunker Talk really was based on. Um, I appreciate your comment. Thank you so much. Uh, sweet, and the family are all good. Thank you. Great to have you all here. Anyway, Instagram, you just uh, keep your, your comments coming. Facebook, let's get back to you. How's your day been, by the way, everyone? You know? How are you coping with this? I would like to know, actually. Something I would like to know, which you can all help me with, is how many of you here watch the news? And when I say watch the news, I mean anything more than just the daily press release that's filmed live, broadcasted live. I'd love to know that. I would love to know. If you, if you watch the news in any way, shape or form, 
let me know. I'd really like to know. Um, all right, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. How are you, mate? Good to hear from you. Keeping safe, still at work, trying to get construction sites going with all the C word issues. Uh, he knows. This man knows. See, if you type that thing, you get instantly shunned by social. Uh, working out at home nearly every day, thanks to Coach Priest. You're in good hands there. Even doing some yoga with JG, also in good hands there. Um, we'll be impressed. JG will be impressed. Not keep safe all. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, thanks for doing what you're doing as well. Like in, everyone is directly or indirectly affected by everybody else's actions right now. Um, whether it is something right in front of you that you rely on, like the supermarket workers, um, the food delivery services. You know, we're we're all very much relying on those guys and girls right now but also something that you might not think about like I mentioned before about um, the the hotel management uh, but also this construction example here to get construction sites going we're all going to be affected by your actions in this as well Andrew because either as a first or second order consequence or as a third fourth fifth or sixth order consequence going a bit deep here but basically when things happen, there are consequences, and then there'll be consequences of that, and then that, and then that. And of course, if you're not doing what you're doing right now, then somewhere down the line, we will be affected by it. Whether it's directly the building that's being worked on or not, or whether it's knowing someone that's supposed to be that isn't. And, you know, it's just a, a whole world of interconnected actions and consequences, isn't it? Um, thanks for that one, mate. Uh, let's get in. News. No, 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 no. We don't watch the news. Um, that's the sort of uh, overriding narrative on Instagram. What about Facebook? Do you guys watch the news? Right, Jude, I'm going to get to you. I seem to cry every day, which I think must be release. I'm missing my children and my granddaughters, but holding on to, uh, to we are safe and well, and this will be over. Yeah. Jude, thank you for sharing that and for, for being um, able to share that with us tonight. You know, one of the hardest things, and I'm sure, I'm pretty sure she's watching actually, but my mum, uh, you know, it, she's, I think, uh, she knows that this is heartbreaking for all of us, but grandparents especially, you know, I think there's a different perspective from a grandparent's point of view, and and um, especially if that grandparent is someone who does look after the children um, regularly, it's not just a disturbance to their routine, which is something that they really enjoy, but it's the, the connection with these little human beings that are growing so quick, you know. And we, we try to do as much as we can here to, you know, do FaceTimes and stuff like that, but, you know, it is not the same, definitely. Um, but again, it goes back to the whole thesis of this whole thing, which is that we cannot control what we cannot control. There's no way around it. Breaking that um, would be going against the whole solution and being a part of the problem. And that's why we have to, that's why we have to uh, adhere to that and, and get through this. And we will get through this. And I think, you know, crying is, is okay. Well, I, I was watching, I can't remember what I was watching. It's like one of the kids' films the other day and was like getting all you know there's some dust in the room there's a bit of dust in here you know you know what I'm saying um, it's okay to let that out I think it's better let out than in right um, it's not I'm not crying it's just raining 
on my face, right? Uh, let's have a look. I watch the news, but don't like the heart-wrenching stuff. Oh, I've pressed a button. Oh, no. Yeah, sorry, Instagram. I've, uh, I almost dropped you there and left. Um, no to the news. Developing new habits. Any tips on building healthy habit during this lockdown? And evening, Tommy. Don't give away the ending of the book. <laughs> I've just started it. It does. It. You know what? Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. The book is, as I said, hopefully going to help you. If it's in your hands, I do believe it will. Um, yeah. Cool. Let's have a look at uh, you guys. By the way, developing new habits in this. This is a fascinating one. Um, now, through my work as an NLP coach. A lot of the time when I'm working with a client that's looking for a specific change in their lives, it always comes down to a, a series of behaviors that they're either doing or not doing, and therefore they're not happy with their result, right? And one thing that we do uh, when we're working with the mind at that level is we create what's called a pattern interrupt. And a pattern interrupt basically stops the automated flow of the unconscious mind and allows you to just capture it for a split second to put other bits of information in that might help the solution that we're looking for. And this whole thing, right, is almost like a pattern interrupt on a global scale because everybody has had to change everything very quickly from the way that you wake up and go and do what you used to do and were doing on automation for years, that's had to stop because of this. And so with habits, it gives us a very, very good opportunity right now to look at the habits that we had, that we're now being, uh, they're now being challenged due to our restrictions on what we can do and how we can do it. And then it gives us the opportunity to use that window to actually put something else in. When it comes to habits, there's a bit of a misconception that we can change a habit. It's not actually about changing a habit, it's about putting another behavior, the one that holds a higher purpose and meaning to you as a human being, it's about putting that in place of the one that was already there. Um, so it's a great opportunity to be to be challenging what it is that we want to be habitual in our lives. And if there's something that you would like to be doing, then my advice would be just to focus on that. Because if you do too many things at once, nothing will stick. One thing and one thing again and again and again, that's how we create the neuro pathways in our mind that create the awareness and the heightened energy and meaning that can eventually lead to an automated process, i.e. a habit. Um, it's nice to be chatting to you about this stuff. I don't really get a chance to talk like this. Um, yeah, someone's just mentioned mental health here on Instagram. We can talk about that in a mo. I'm going to be with you guys for a couple more minutes, all right? Um, so let's just go back to you guys here on Facebook. Uh, Dan, very true. Agreed. Oh, man, we're behind here. Um, Amy, no news for us. Watch very little, little news, no news, no news. Uh, good. People talking about how they're connecting with their loved ones. All right, Gary. I work at Andover District Mencap. Let me pop you on the screen, bud. Um, and I found lone working was getting to me even at home. I hate being on my own, so I started spending time with my grandchildren before work as I do many late shifts, which, which was great. Pop down here. Um... But now I can't see, but now I can't, so I'm on my own again. 
I try going shopping for a few people most days, which helps, but my anxieties are back. Lol. Right. Gary, there's no lol about this. Please know that uh, everybody who is here now and has shared something on the comments, and even if you haven't and you're watching, like this still relates to you, it's okay to say that you are finding something difficult right now for, f like, I've not sworn yet. I don't think I've sworn yet. I'm not going to swear. I'm going to be good. But for frick's sake, mans and ladies, we've never, ever had a challenge as big as this, ever. And if you're someone who's ever felt anxious about anything, which is every human being in the frickin' world, then this situation is absolutely okay to feel anxious. It's, it's just the truth. If there wasn't a level of anxiety somewhere over the last three or four weeks, a moment of doubt, a moment of what am I going to do, then you're a robot. Because every single human being right now is being challenged in a way that they've never seen before, in a way that never, like nothing can compare to this. The weight that this has on our daily life, it's incredible. So I want to say thank you, Gary, for sharing that because it's just honest. There's nothing to sort of, I'm, and I know I'm toying with you here on the, the LOL part, but like if those anxieties are back, that's, that's okay. Um, what we can do, which is what we need to be thinking about how we take this conversation now, is look to focus on what we can do with your day to fill your day with as much order and as much control as possible. Now that's why routine is a huge factor in terms of anything that I can give anyone right now for support and advice. The routine is the spine, it's the backbone of everything right now. From the time you wake up to how and what you have for breakfast, lunch and dinner, work slots, two or three a day where you go, right, this is where I'm gonna get down, I'm gonna work on my laptop or whatever, this is my exercise, this is when I'm going to do my social time, when I'm going to get on Zoom and WhatsApp and stuff, but the more order and control that you can put into your day, the less anxious you will feel in the micro moment. It won't necessarily change how you feel about this whole thing, because that's something we're all, we're developing, each of us, as we go with that, but at least in the moment, in the day, in the hour, bringing more control and order into your day would be one way to keep the anxiety levels down. Hope that helps, mate. Uh, Kerry, I'm a sufferer of anxiety and have been for quite some time, so again, similar th thing here. Um, I've learned to deal with it as part of my life, so I'm not ashamed to share this with people. Good, you shouldn't be. At the moment, my anxiety is heightened hugely. I'm coping by scheduling my day uh, to give me some form of control. There we go. That's what we're talking about. I find it helps a lot. This is a strategy I use when I'm at work with children with learning difficulties. These times uh, highlight the daily struggles the children I uh, work with have without whatever is going on right now. So it just makes everything a little more uh, complicated and difficult. Now I'm using the same strategy to help myself. Absolutely. And uh, the good thing about that is that you understand how you're feeling. You're letting that feeling in. You're acknowledging it, but you're not letting it take over and you're keeping it as controlled as possible. It really is, it really is the best strategy against any anxiety right now is to control what you can control um, and just to allow your thoughts to be minimal on what you can't control. Because you know what, it scares the living life out of me in terms of the, the amount of people that will be directly affected by this and 
that the worst will happen for so many. I mean, it has already around the world. It's you know, it's it's thousands of people now that have passed away uh, as a result of of this that we're all going through here in this challenge. So, yeah, we think about that too much. That can really, really lay into us in terms of how we feel and and our anxiety levels can skyrocket because we're worrying about others. We're worrying about people we care about. We're worrying about our vulnerable members of our family and our friends. We're worrying about our own safety and, and health. And if we if we think about that too long or put too much weight on that, it can be very restricting in terms of how, how we can move through the day even. Um, you know, so that's very important to acknowledge that we need to think about that as little as possible, acknowledge it, but also know that we can't control it, and then focus on what we can control. Uh, thanks, Kerry. How are we getting on over here on the old gram routines? We're talking about routines. For me, very difficult to be my own boss. Angelina, you and I can have a talk about that. We can, I can send you a couple of bits that will help with your routine if that's something that would be useful. Let me know. Um, ah, it's my mum. Here she is. Let's get JG, the big JG on the screen. Look, can you see the resemblance, right? That's my mum there. Face that side. Facebook, uh, you can see Instagram. You obviously uh, can't at the moment. Um, but my mother here says I really miss my my. Uh, so her grandchildren here, Lincoln and Marcy, my kids, hugging, cuddles, etc. Our family are very close, and it feels strange all this distancing as we've always been a tactile uh, family including the grandkids so it's not forever it isn't forever mother it is hard and I would say that anyone else any other family that's feeling the same way right now grandparents um, parents brothers sisters cousins 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 aunties uncles etc um, it's evidence of how close you are to be feeling how you're feeling and it's that feeling, it's that closeness that, and that love, effectively, that will help you pull through no matter what. Uh, agree. Andrew agrees with the comment here that uh, Jackie just made. Grandchildren, only two doors away, and cannot hug them. I mean, that's it's nuts, isn't it? James is three, just doesn't understand, and will not talk to Granny Julia. Yeah, like we've had a couple of instances where um, our little ones have just sort of piped up with, well, Lincoln, he's three, and he's he's had a couple of moments. He actually broke down crying, and it was heartbreaking. He just he just started crying, um, like you know, what's the matter? And and he he li he literally said, um, I, "I'm not going to do anything. I'm not I'm not even going to do anything because this." when the coronavirus is gone and it was just like wow how has he like his brain gone there with that you know uh good i'm gonna wrap up soon ladies and gents uh amy can't imagine how tough that is rubbish for us but i'm 200 miles away from my family so at least i don't have a choice whereas i can't imagine being that close and not being able to see them yeah it's it's tough um right dan here relating to gary thanks gary for your um your input just now i relate to gary not seeing my two kids in three weeks but i try to keep myself busy and to keep uh keep mind of it yeah i think it was as well simon say it said earlier that it's um nothing in the grand scheme of things we cannot account for what's been done and i think that's something that is relevant for us all right now is because we are restricted 
on what we can do, who we can see, how, how we can live right now, there is an element of should I have done something differently, should I have done something more, etc. That cannot be changed and so all we can do now is sit and connect as much as possible and hinge our focus on hope and we can make a plan of what we would like life to be like when we come out the end and and this is all behind us how we're going to set our standards of living what we're going to do to make the most of our lives i mean it comes down to that really it's a chance to reevaluate to step outside of ourselves for a moment and and i mean i've certainly felt this and I, and i want to be completely honest i had a discussion with my wife kelly just uh, the other day we were looking she's keeping like a diary throughout this process and we looked at like the first couple of entries and we were like well we're reading those things and like how i said to her how tense were we back then can you remember and she was like yeah I mean, it's like a different thing now and i know that this has brought out a better person in me simply because of the amount of stress that I was telling myself that I was under and the story that I was telling myself of like soldiering on and trying to get all this stuff done now not having to do any of that has allowed me to almost look at my reflection and just think what do I want to be who do I want to be how do I want to live what's important what isn't and those questions are really good to be asking yourself right now because that sets the premise for the next chapter of your life, doesn't it? Um, any tips on waking up early or time management? It's 1.30 a.m. in India and I'm watching your live. Well, hey, thanks for being here watching at 1.30 a.m. Um, yeah, I would just kind of, I would hinge your your focus on one thing. Um, if it's getting up early, I would I would tell myself why. Uh, if you're just getting up early because you think it will make you or help you be a better person, that's not enough. You know, we, we already know that that could be the case, but what we need is a reason. And that reason then becomes a stronger meaning than staying in bed. And let's face it, staying in bed is a really good, like, it's fun and it's nice and you get to rest and sleep. And we like to sleep, right? So that meaning to get up, it kind of needs to be more powerful than the reason that you would stay in bed, which is pretty powerful because it's nice and comfortable. And that's what we need to tell ourselves. Why? Like, What's the strongest reason why we should be getting out of bed versus staying in bed, which is just really comfortable? Um, that's what we need to do with that one. Danny. Glad I've been able to join this chat this evening. Thank you so much. Let me know if there's anything that you want to say or that um, you want to share with us. You know, How's it been for you? How are you coping? Tell us the time for your other live streams. I'm going to do that Instagram. I've been doing it on Facebook and you guys are here and stuff. So... I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to look to do, uh, I think, just you know, every now and again, um, on an, on an 8:30 p.m. GMT. All right, Facebook, you're still here and you're watching. We're going to wrap up soon, and uh, we've got a few more comments to catch up on. Kay, it's good to have you here. Absolutely loving my first bunker talk. Yeah, bunker talk feels good. I'm I'm glad, and um, yeah. I, I think it's a good thing. I want to know more about you guys, though. I know there's a lot of people watching that haven't got involved in the conversation. And that goes against the rule of Bunker Talk. The first rule of Bunker Talk is you do talk in Bunker Talk. And the second rule is that you do talk in Bunker Talk. So it's all about how we're coping and sharing uh, what it is that we're doing that's helpful, right? Let's, let's share. That's what this is for. Um, Sam. What's up, Sam? 
Let's get you on the screen, man. Um, Jacqueline, JG, aka Mother, this is to you. I've done more stretching than I usually do. Silver lining of having more time. I wish I could agree. Well, I wish I could say I have too, mate. But uh, yeah, it's not me. I've not been stretching. But yeah, great job. It's maybe um, next time Jackie can't teach yoga, Sam, you could step in and, and do a little bit, eh? Yeah, you never know. Thanks, everyone. Oh, Kelly's just joined me on Instagram. Hey, Kel, we're just wrapping up. Um, if there's something that you want to add, then obviously say it here, and I'll project this onto everyone watching on Facebook and, and Instagram. We've just been discussing. Oh, she wants to come on in. I hope you've done your hair and stuff, Kel. Let's go. She's just been working out. She's going to come live with me on the screen here. Um, Facebook, I'm going to uh, love you and leave you while I go split screen with Kelly in the other room um, because the sound will be all freaked for you guys on Facebook. So uh, thank you. Hold, hold it hold right there, Kill. We're going to have a chat. And Facebook, thanks for being here. If you're watching on repeat, let me know. Send me a comment and tell me what it is that you've been up to and how you're coping. You kind of get the narrative that we're talking about here, so just share that in the comments. All right, Facebook, thanks for being here. It's been great. Peace. Hey, listener, thank you for tuning in to this episode. It's been a bunker talk session. Obviously, we're uh, in April 2020 at the time of recording this, so uh, we had the obvious challenges of the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19. And I really hope that this episode has helped in some way. Uh, I think it's still relevant, even if we've come out the other side of this by the time you're listening. Um, but I would love to know what you think right now. If you've listened to this all the way through, then I think it would be amazing to hear from you. Uh, you can do so on Instagram or Twitter. You can find me at Tommy Gentleman. I'd love to hear what you think and share your thoughts, you know, in general, like what's going on for you. Tell me more. I'll look forward to seeing your tweet or your Instagram mention very, very soon. Go and do that now. Let's connect. Let's talk. Thanks again. See you next time.